love to see it. The podcast where we watch TV shows and movies and music videos and whatever we want because it's our podcast and you can't tell us <laughs> what to do. And then we tell you all about them. I am your host, Fernanda No Te Entiendo Prates, and I am joined. I love how I said my own last name with a little bit of a Spanish. I love that. Uh, yeah, it was way more <laughs> Spanish than Portuguese, I feel like. Right uh, yeah, there. just yeah. Uh, went in with the no, no, no te entiendo. It's also my brief homage to our producer, Paul. Um, <laughs> I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, uh, Danielle. I don't understand your hair, Riondu. Hi, Danielle. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Doing good. Excited for today's show. And yeah. also we have the long-awaited return of another beloved former host of You Love to See It, Merit Jetski Chase K. Hi, Merit. <laughs> Hi, it's good to be back. It's good to have you. And I feel like you chose a very good nickname as well, because yeah. honestly, who doesn't want a jet ski chase? I feel like if I'm ever escaping the authorities for any reason, I would like it to be on a jet ski. Is there like, okay, in the hierarchy of chases that you can have, <laughs> like car chase is maybe the most basic at this point. We've all seen it done a million times. <laughs> a little um, cliche. Actually, like a an interesting chase. connection with yeah. uh our next episode that we're going to do with William Friedkin, but um, car chase, fine. Bike chase. I mean, motorcycle chase is kind of cool, I guess. Um, yeah. Helicopter chase. That's I don't know. a lot of resources. Like, Very expensive. Jet ski chase though. <laughs> jet ski chase. Yeah. Like I so much like fun. Right. The optimal, right? Cause like even with car chases, there is for collateral damage is so much too. Like that's, I mean, that's the what I'm the fun of a chase. Yeah, but like you can be like just killing innocent people, and with jet skis, I feel like that's yeah, but they're the not dudes. main characters, and they don't have names, so <laughs> true. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, on a jet ski, and on a jet ski though, the thing is, like, you're not really, you're just kind of it's whatever can go faster because you're just kind of going fast and yeah. uh, trying to escape from a guy who kind of looks like Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> While we're on that, in case you haven't uh, realized yet, our dear listeners, today we are talking about the video for Honey, Mariah Carey's Honey. Actually, the, uh, I don't even know, the regular song video because there the is a remix video. and the video is uh, slightly different. The remix with Diddy, which was supposed, by the way, to have uh, Biggie, but that's another oh, thing we're talking wow. about. Yeah, like, so here's the thing. There was a little bit of beef because in one of his songs, he, like, cracked a joke about, um, like, having sex with an R&B singer or something. I don't remember mm -hmm. exactly. And then, um, but they talked it over, Mariah and Biggie, and yeah. had a nice phone call and discussed uh, having him on the remix. But he unfortunately died before getting to do it. So. Aww. Uh, that's a sad story, but yeah, so we're doing the regular video. I picked it. This is my pick. That's why I'm your host today yes. because I felt like this one had more of a little tighter, little narrative, but before we get to all of it, uh, let's do our first scene, which is when all of us discuss our relationship, our history with the, uh, whatever, audiovisual product we've chosen for that week. <laughs> but for today, I want to change it up a little bit. I'll ask you 
both the your history with the video itself, but also your history with uh, Mariah, because I need to know if we can still be friends. So I'll start with Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, what is your what is your history with Honey? Yeah, well, I've always loved this song, and I've always been a big Mariah Carey fan. I will say that. Like I was, I was young. In this era, of course, we, we've we've picked a lot of things where we were fairly young, uh, so on and so forth. But like Mariah Carey, like her albums in the early and mid 90s were very much in, uh, you could say, heavy rotation in a young Danielle's, uh, f- you know, first CD player. So oh, that's amazing. I wouldn't oh, have yeah. guessed it. Oh, yeah. I know. It's very like I, I yeah, I know. They were just so... God, she, she just has such a fucking beautiful voice. And I know she can hit those whistle tones and I know she can do all this stuff. I I was also a tremendous Whitney Houston fan. And I had an ex where we would like judge people's personalities based on where you fell. On, listen, this is going to be tough right now. But Prince slash Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston slash Mariah Carey. And OK, well, I know. I know. Back listen, then, it was different times. Listen, this is a different time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was Whitney, but I also loved Mariah. So that's what I told everybody. Okay. And I love Prince and Michael Jackson can go to hell. So that was like where I fell <laughs> on the spectrum. But I was always like, it was a hard choice. You know what I mean? For, between Whitney and, and Mariah. And also a completely false choice. It's not like you have to like one and not like the other. So, yes. Although I have no history with this particular video. I love Mariah Carey. Love her music think she's great i just love her fucking songs i love her voice but i've never seen this video before ever before this week like i, I kind of can't See? believe it because i love music videos i love mariah carey but somehow unless i like somehow maybe i like saw it in passing or something but i've never like sat down to watch it so this is very special for me i hadn't seen it before either we'll get to it in oh, a bit okay but yeah okay uh, yes. I've seen it recently during my right. Mariah awakening. But uh, first, <laughs> Merit, what is your what is your history with the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. So I think so. There was definitely a lot of Mariah Carey in my life growing up. Um, my mom, like, I didn't really have that many CDs when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, and then I mostly got into like emo and punk when I was in my teens. <laughs> So yeah, I think, um, (laughs) yeah, like I think, um, pre 97 Mariah was solidly in my mind as like mom music. Oh, (laughs) Um, wow. Because well, that's not okay. And now I look at it and I'm like, it's good. But like at the time it was like, this is like adult Mm -hmm. contemporary. This is like for old people. Yeah. And this really, (laughs) well, this is the turning point though. Yeah. (laughs) This, this video, this song, this album is the turning point where, um, you know, she left her, her old, um, her old recording company, I think, uh, and basically was like rebranding. And it's it's when she was divorcing Tommy Mottola. And she was, and she was Mm. also divorcing him. And this video is like fraught with so much symbolism that she denies, (laughs) but everyone else is just like, are you sure? Because (laughs) are you sure? Um, And so this is sort of the moment that, that I think she really came on my radar uh, in, in the late nineties and two thousands, because this video to me is so of a moment. It's so Mm -hmm. of a Y2K Mm-hmm. Like you, it's not quite at the peak Y2K of fisheye lenses and like um, metallic silver everywhere, but you get a <laughs> bit of it. You, you get like peaks at that. Like you get porthole shots, you get 
these like, you know, wide angle shots of these big mansions. Um, and so it's like, you're, you're getting a little bit there. Like hip hop is sort of like becoming more mainstream. Um, it's like becoming, getting more airplay on like mainstream mm-hmm. radio stations and it's, um, people are incorporating it into their, their style. And, um, so this to me is, is always very evocative of that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, that's basically why, so why I chose this video. I, I read recently what is now my Bible, the meaning of Mariah Carey. And <laughs> she talks about honey as the moment that like Merit said was kind of like her breakthrough uh, because before everything, even her aesthetics, everything else was very controlled by Tommy. Yeah. And she, at this point, it's when she was getting, like, she was still married to him, but she was uh, getting a divorce. And, like, her marriage to Tommy Mottola was horrible. She was super controlled. She called her their huge, amazing lavish mention sing sing so that should oh, tell you wow. something about <laughs> how she felt to be there and she talks about this video as sort of when she actually got to pick um you know everything her outfits she got to be sexy she got to dance um the remixes were something she even uh, alludes to it in the book a lot like she always wanted to infuse like put hip-hop influences and R&B influences, but uh, Tommy didn't want to market her as that. He's, he called it to, quote-unquote, urban, which we all know what it means. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's a whole thing with Mariah, like how she was uh, being like mixed race was such a big part of her uh, life and something that wasn't necessarily as marketed early in her career. But my history with it, yes, like I hadn't... I hadn't seen the the video growing up. I too like merit like associated Mariah for a long time to mom music. Not my mom, because my mom uh she didn't like what she called the shouty ladies. Like she wow. liked, uh, the divas. <laughs> but uh it was very much that for me for a long time. Um and then like later I started like really listening back and I I don't know. I go like such an appreciation for Mariah. Like, first of all, she writes her own stuff, like a bunch of things that I didn't know. Like to me, she was like this very pretty lady with this gorgeous voice that was just very much the classic, just like window dressing person. And then I was like, she wrote her own things. Like she had all these influences. She's very savvy and smart about her music and everything else. So uh, I will stop preaching uh, the gospel of Mariah. In no, second, you should but- preach it. You should preach it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I picked uh, this particular video and from Mariah because uh, and it's just I think it's just so gorgeous and I feel like it ties into our last week because we also had a sort of Bond themed uh, thing going on yeah. uh, though albeit very different very different vibes and this is kind of it like the whole video the story is Mariah she's Agent M um, and she's <laughs> on a mission and the mission is called Honey uh, and she's captured by a counterintelligence agency. And um, she speaks Spanish to the dude with the weird hair. So he doesn't. Uh, so <laughs> he thinks she can communicate with him, which is relatable, which is something I may or may not have done. In the past. <laughs> like, 
I'll just fake not speaking your language uh, to get away from this situation. Uh, very smart. We know she's a smart agent. Um, and she has all those really like little funny sort of slapstick interactions. Um, but she manages to escape them while wearing very high heels. So good on her. Um, and she jumps on a pool. And, it's an uh, iconic like Bond. <laughs> it's such a like moment, like iconic Bond girl moment. But it's also she's Bond here and Bond girl, which is very beautiful. Like she embodies both sides of the Bond and Bond girl equation in this video. Yeah. So it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, like that that shot of um of her diving. Yeah, like Goldeneye had come out two years earlier, and um. Isn't there a part in that movie where, when he like dives off the yeah the he dam? dives off the dam right yeah. like right at the beginning Ooh. yeah because he is he's escaping a base and then he he dives off um, she she didn't actually do that but she did dive into the pool and she did like was like apparently it was like really grueling uh, shoot to make this yeah also the thugs are played by the Jerky Boys mm-hmm. ah! yes uh, in case you didn't spot them and their iconic brand of whatever it is that they do. Wow. (laughs) I didn't know what the jerky boys were, honestly. Like Like I know crank call group, I guess like comedy from like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. This whole scene is very weird. Can I just (laughs) say that? Because like, (laughs) like, I don't know. Like I'm, you know, like, you're watching this scene, and if this is in, like, any contemporary movie or, like, you know, even in any 80s movie or, like, 90s movie, the threat is different, right? Like, it, you know, if Bond is there, the threat is not – the threat is just, like, we're going to shoot you in the head. Or maybe that one time, <laughs> yeah. what's-his-name is going to whip a rope around and, like, and smash your – your zone into a thin pace, but yeah. it's like, there's always that, like, it's like, Oh, oh I don't love, but they manage like not to do that. Really? Like none of these guys, they're all just like, I'm going to kill you. Like they're like cartoon <laughs> villains, which is like kind of fun, I guess. Cause it's, it's kind of like fantastical, like this, this fantasy um, where like, there is no looming threat of sexual assault. Right. Which is like, thanks. Good. I'm so glad. Um, you don't actually have to do that. Yeah. And it's all like through that really, the filter, like it's all sepia for some reason. Of course it is. It's like VHS sepia. Like it's very like, it almost feels like, okay, this is like a Saturday afternoon movie kind of thing going on. Like there, it's like, all right, it's like a lazy Saturday or Sunday afternoon. This is on your TV. And you're watching it because you can't not watch it because it's like a goofy game, James Bond movie or something, but starring Mariah Carey. I dig that. Also, I love that when um, when she breaks out of the cuffs and like knocks the one guy on his ass, the other guy, instead of immediately chasing after her, goes to make sure that his friend is OK. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dudes rock. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> that's the lesson. Uh, I like it. Priorities, right? And like, you're, it's all very low stakes. And we find how low stakes it is at the end. Because spoiler, it's all like to frolic on the beach with a guy. That's <laughs> so the like, mission. And a dog. And the dog. Her, that's her actual dog. Oh, that's Oh, that I didn't dog. know. The dog's probably 
I mean, yeah. Dead. Yeah, yeah, well, let's not do that math. Let's it's probably a little But <laughs> I love that that is like the mission. And it's all for, it, it, this was all in her uh, Derek Jeter phase. Oh my like, God, I forgot wow. about this. Yeah, so the whole thing is, this was shot in Puerto Rico. Um, she, a little bit before that, had like escaped, uh, escaped, like, well, kind of escaped because, like, she and Tommy were getting separated, but they had, like, they were still going to counseling and they had all these arrangements to make. And uh, she'd had this, like, one romantic night on a roof with Jer- Derek Jeter. <laughs> and uh, there's a song based on that called The Roof. And then she wrote My All for Derek Jeter, too, because she escaped. There's, like, butterflies basically motivated by Derek Jeter which is hilarious their relationship was actually very short like but she like it didn't they found out they weren't like uh meant to be but uh she talks about how he inspired her to sort of move on and like he was important to like sort of break free from from Tommy but uh honey is also he's also got some nods to Derek Jeter and she at one point had like escaped uh, for a weekend, like told Tommy that she needed to get away and go to Puerto Rico, and um, like she went with her assistant, and uh, but he was there, so she was there to meet him, and they spent a sensual night, embraced in one long kiss. But she says they didn't have sex until she was actually divorced. So there's that. oh wow, I don't know if that's true, but she. I love she that said she, it. <laughs> I love that she <laughs> read that. Like, there's just something about that that is so like. Catholic. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it I is. Kind of love it. And she it like there would have been nothing wrong with like somebody else. Somebody else probably would have done it, you know, because everything was very sensual. But like, I, to me, it didn't feel right, and I wanted to wait for the right moment or whatever. But um, uh, to me, it's just hilarious to think about all of this being related to Derek Jeter for some reason. <laughs> it really um, is. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone ever substantiate the rumor that he had like gift bags for the ladies that he slept with? I, that's my favorite not. rumor of all time. Like mm-hmm. about anything, that is my favorite rumor of all time. That he had like a gift bag. Again, I don't know if this is true, but I love it so much as a story that he would have like a gift bag to be like a lady of Derek J. <laughs> he would have like a signed baseball, and, like a T-shirt or something. I wouldn't and, like, mind it. Like a honestly, gift like. Bag. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, like, having a souvenir for my terrible, like, affairs, honestly. Like, leave me with... There was this one guy I dated who was just a shitbag. Like, he was awful. He made my life hell for, like, years. And then he started working for Under Armour. And then he gave me, like, a bag full of Under Armour swag that probably added up to a lot of money. And I was like... Doesn't make up for it, but you know what? But hey, you know, I'll take I will take my my gift bag. Apparently there's a whole story about this. That yeah, Paul, Paul just, just uh, <laughs> posted on the chat. Jeter gives autograph swag to uh one night stands. Um that's amazing. he did leave uh, Mariah with the teddy bear at one point after okay. their week of yeah, teddy bear in like a shirt or something. Probably imagine you being Mariah Carey like leaving like Derek Jeter's plane or whatever with like a signed baseball. I love that image. Um, It's just so fucking funny. Yeah. (laughs) I will 
if you don't mind, we'll read just the little excerpt on her book when she talks about honey. Um, she writes, Honey was the first time I felt I had full creative license in making a video. We were making a mini comedy action thriller and it was possible thanks to one, I don't, I'm not even kidding, an insane $2 million budget. Oh my fucking God. That is a lot of money for a video. Uh, the video allowed me to really explore my kitschy humor with Frank Severo as a gangster character with the crazy hair. I also included Johnny Brennan from the Jerky Boys, Honey Pie, Sweetie Pie, Cutie Pants. I lived for the Jerky Boys. They were so silly. Oh. Come on. I wasn't trying to ridicule Tommy addressing Merit because um, oh, it really God. was a like a theory that this was all kind of like an, yeah. a, a metaphor for her relationship with Tommy. I was just playing with cinematic stereotypes, juxtaposing Johnny's character with Eddie Griffin's. My Spanish line, lo siento, pero no te entiendo, was delivered with a wink. Um, <clears throat> yeah and I mean like I think also it's worth pointing out that this kind of reading of mm. not just videos of like any kind of work yeah. is always applied more to women oh, for uh, sure. than mm-hmm. to men like this kind of like need to find an autobiographical truth within it as if to say like a woman can't just make thing- make up fiction it's always based mm-hmm. on, on some secret they have whereas like yeah, people do that with with male celebs now too, to some extent. But like, mm-hmm. it's always been more of like, oh, this is actually about her relationship or whatever. It's not just right. her having fun. And it's like, okay, well, it could be both. But like, yeah, just something she's to allowed be aware to have of. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely hear. Like, it, even that part like needs to be in relation with the guy in her life. Like, it can't even yeah. just exist. In right. Her own yeah. Brain. But at the same time, you can understand the where the influence. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) This video is just like about it's literally about escaping from a bad situation and ending up in another. And whether that is about her personal life or her Mm -hmm. uh, brand at the time, which she was in the process of changing or her creative control over her work, it could be a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Right. And there is yeah. that really great shot, the like literal, the most like literal shot in this. It's like a, almost over the top when she dives into the pool and then takes her gown off um, and then comes out of the pool. That became like one of the most iconic images mm-hmm. in this whole video. But it's like very literal, like transformation. Like she goes from like gown mm-hmm. to like, like kind of like a Diana Riggs or Diana Rigg. <laughs> Avengers kind of cat suit. Sure. You know, yeah. like from the from the sixties Avengers, the UK one. No. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't Which because she's doing the I Bond agree thing with here. You. Yeah. She's, she's, she's becoming yeah. Bond. Yeah. yeah. She's becoming a sixties Bond girl and like she's got the hair up. She's got um the cat suit. And yeah, so it's it's calling on those kinds of aesthetics. Even the jet ski chase that comes after, the way that it's shot looks to me like sixties or seventies footage. Because of mm-hmm. the filter and the graininess of it. Yeah. Yep. You're right. And the, she actually says that um, what I did in the Honey video was what I always wanted to do. I got to explore creative and fashion influences without label restrictions. My look was inspired by Ursula Andrews in the 70s 007 movies. Yes. I wanted to look glamorous, dangerous, and badass like a Bond girl. And you succeeded, Mariah. Yes. You succeeded. You pulled yeah. it off. 
<laughs> and, and I finally had the freedom to access the right creative team to achieve the looks. Emerging out of the swimming pool in the beige bombshell bikini, that was me. I was also finally able to work with a young, hot uh, black director, Paul Hunter, who got all my jokes and James, Bond's, James Bond references, but who also made sure the video had a contemporary and stylish look, which I, I, it was contemporary for the time, I'm guessing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like 97, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was absolutely just the whole the whole reference. And at one point she does say the whole message in the honey video was that I was breaking free. Although no one understood the insanity, toxicity and abuse I was living inside. They had no clue. Mm-hmm. So basically confirming. Yeah. Uh, what is very, and, and even the whole butterfly thing ends up being very literal because it's part of the butterfly album. And she's like removing clothes and it's coming out in this bikini, like, the imagery is also quite literal. And it was basically like she was having fun. Which She's becoming herself. Like yeah. Becoming her damn self as opposed to being a controlled. I don't know. This is, I mean, I guess it could just kind of hits different in the era of knowing about what was happening to Britney only mm-hmm. a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. Like only like a year or two later even um, than this. So it's, it's all a lot. It's a lot like how much uh, it's just becoming very obvious how much pop stars especially women pop stars were just like a product to be consumed and treated like that by the mm-hmm. powerful dudes in their lives so this video itself the fact that it's her own creative expression is like very it's very refreshing <laughs> it's refreshing and i'm glad yeah. she got to do this you know and it's like so weird to even think about right because like for instance we i grew up with this like mariah this image of this person who's gorgeous and incredibly talented and obscenely rich and like what could possibly not be amazing in this like not to cite uh Britney Spears is lucky uh, oh I was thinking the same fucking thing I was saying the lines in my head Fernanda like I was just like oh it's too corny I can't say this I can't say this and I'm so glad we're on the same wavelength like, 100%. I will say it I was just like she's so lucky she's a star you're right cry cry cries in her lonely heart. In her lonely heart. She was. She was. I was <laughs> and that's the whole thing, right? Uh, I was listening. I'm trying to remember. I was listening to this other podcast that I really loved called You're Wrong About. And uh, they talk about, they have a line, like, fame is abuse. And I think in many ways, yeah. like, it is. And it's another one of the cases. But, like, in the case of Mariah, like, at her peak, this is a woman who is conquering the world, like making all this money and being acknowledged, you know, as the voice of a freaking generation. And she is completely freaking miserable and she has yeah. no freedom and can't do anything and can't go out and is incredibly lonely. And you're like, and this is such a recurring theme. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, you know what? We're all just like fucking miserable. <laughs> It's true. We should all have our $2 million music video opportunity. <laughs> right? To like express this. Yeah. I also just love like, okay, there is another shot that I really love. I love her like backup dancers on the boat deal. That's very good. But during that mm-hmm. sequence, we do the actual James Bond like barrel of a gun thing. It's like a different color and all sorts of stuff, but you just keep going through the barrel and it's very much like, here she is. It's double O M or whatever mm. that she wants to be. Agent double O M. Agent M. Yeah. Oh yeah. Double, is it double O M at one point too? It might be. Agent Um. 
Agent Yeah, Ooh. like we, had, we haven't really <laughs> talked about that, but like the text appearing on screen. She's Agent M. That okay, was like yeah. a big, that was like a big thing in yeah. this. I feel like I've seen a bunch of videos and I can't remember them off the top of my head, but just like, or okay, no, actually one that, that does come to mind is um, the uh, Without Me video. Yes. Um, by oh, Eminem, yeah. Yep. Yeah, which right. was I think a couple years yeah it was 2002 so it was like a few years later but like this trend of like this sort of subtitles like as if it's a mm-hmm. comic or something yep. like meanwhile yeah. like <laughs> the race the chase is on just like things like that it was yeah. very like yeah very specific it's kind really of good. style I was trying to remember as we were talking the um you're wrong about episode on uh, they had like a series on Princess Diana and they make the same like lucky reference. And I'm like, because I'm just, <laughs> how many famous, amazing, gorgeous women in history are actually Britney Spears is lucky. That's something right? for us to think about. I mean, it's uh, universal. Uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> stands the test thought. of time. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's a little lettering right at the top when she's like H&M and she's escaping. And honestly, I like it. I like having uh, things explained very clearly to me <laughs> in very obvious ways um, so as not to have to think too much. We already have to think so much in life. But yeah, so she escapes in jet ski and she's dancing with sailor guys in a little boat. Her like hot sailor boys. I just love this. This is the, you know, this is the inversion of the Bond thing. Like she gets to be really hot and have a lot of little hotties like kind of dancing with her. And it's very nice. Mm -hmm. And then the the hardy boys come in like they're looking for her. Sorry. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What am I doing in my life? Oh my God. The Hardy boys. Just like, we gotta gotta, gotta find find her. Hank and Dean Venture. We gotta find Mariah. Jeez. Gee willikers. (laughs) They come over Uh, and they're looking for her and they like look under the dude's hats. Like they're just like uh fucking, it's goofy. Is she under here? (laughs) (laughs) The kitschy humor, the aforementioned kitschy humor uh, rears its head. Again, maybe then it was something Funnier? I don't know. I was just like, oh, I like her bikini. Like that's most of my takeaway from that the whole scene. Yeah, but yeah. They find her. Uh, try to they they come looking for her, but she eventually succeeds in her mission to escape. I love that. Like in my notes, I'm looking at my notes, and it's like sexy pool scene, sexy changes, <laughs> sexy chase and jet ski scene, sexy dancing with sailors. Yep. <laughs> so that's basically. <laughs> Um, she was also finding her sexuality. That's beautiful, Mariah. You yeah. are a butterfly. Do you? You're her sexuality pure. is like hot guy in white pants on a beach with dog. <laughs> like, and that's good. Good for you, honestly. <laughs> Live life. <laughs> I will say this though. I don't think the guy's hotness really measures up to hers. Uh, yeah. But then again, opinion. that's almost impossible. Like, we're talking goddess level, and that dude's definitely a model or something. But, like, very, like, average looking. Like, I don't even... I forgot his face already. Like, if I saw him <laughs> in something else. I may have seen him in several things, and I wouldn't know. Mm. He's a... Yeah, he's a model. He was, I don't know, on some TV show, I think. Yeah. I forget. He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Like, I get it. Fine. You know? <laughs> Not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm above that guy, but, like, you know... <laughs> could do better <laughs> well she was coming <laughs> off of marriage to Tommy Motola so there was that uh, 
Yeah. She um, just wanted something different. That's all. That's all it was. Yeah. You know? And that's fair. She's allowed. They frolicked at the beach, which, yeah. again, it's probably the lowest stakes mission ever. But um, she was also very hot for Derek Jeter. So it makes sense. Like, to her, it felt like the most important thing she could do at that moment. Yeah. The personal stakes were high, we could say. With that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, if you have an excuse to run away in the superior runaway vehicle, like we've established, which is the jet ski, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. For it. Dreams. Uh, sorry. Go ahead, Merit. This is only tangentially related to the video, but am I the only person in the world who thinks that Walter Afanasyev and Joe Pantoliano look the same? I could see it. I could see it. I mean, maybe it's easy just because they're both bald and have mustaches. But yeah, like, they just I, whenever I see a, the picture of Walter Afanasyev on on the wiki page, I'm just like, is that Joey Pants? <laughs> who is he? I don't know. Walter. Yeah, baby, baby love. He's a producer. Oh. Um, he worked with Mariah on her first six albums. Oh, I'm looking at his face now. Yeah. Okay, and who do we yeah, think he looks see. like? Uh, Joe Pantoliano. Okay. Let From me the see. Matrix. Uh, he's in the Matrix. Everybody's talking about the Matrix lately. That's the only reason I'm like, it's easy. It's right there. Mm, I can see it. This is Joe very important. More. Very important. Com- very important. To <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, unfortunately for our listeners, you just have to do your own research. Uh, but I absolutely, I can see it, but I think Joe Pentaliano, I don't even know age-wise, he looks more youthful. Mm. I don't know if he's younger, but I would argue he looks more youthful. That would be the difference. I'm glad we settled that. Yeah. I mean, it's important. I like that we... Uh, Oh, and he's uh, Walter is a Brazilian American musician that I didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, oh. of Russian descent. That's that's quite a mix, Walter. Yeah. My guy, I should have known. And he apparently wrote for Savage Garden too. Oh no, he he's been everywhere. Oh yeah, my guy has just been in the game since the eighties, um, and just has been like. All over the place. Yeah, like Andre Bocelli, Lionel Richie, uh, oh Michael Bolton. These are, this is like number one after number one after number one. Oh, yeah, no, he's, like, a, he's a hit maker. Shit. Yeah. He's like, if you go to his dis- discography like tab on Wiki, it, all it does is say main article of Walter Fonnett's discography. <laughs> like, it just yeah. links you to a separate page because it's too long. I am actually happy that I have like a little homework after we're done recording. I'm just gonna like dive into this discography. Mm-hmm. My dude is also Brazilian, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was yeah. saying. I was like, we've come. Okay, wait. Yeah. Can we talk about Full the fucking circle. year? I know we're getting a little bit off track. I just want to talk about the fucking year that he had, like that he, this like some of the tracks that he did. Um, he produced and arranged the original score for Disney's Hercules. Oh my god. Uh, he did Butterfly. He produced and arranged Butterfly and did keyboards on Butterfly. Um, he did Higher Ground for Barbara Streisand. Oh, my God. Uh, he did uh, Let's Talk About Love by Celine Dion. Just God. God. Oh, my God. Incredible. Incredible. What year was that? That was 97. Yeah. Oh, the same year. 97 Butterfly came out in 97. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he also... Oh, I'm looking at his page. Yeah, that's... 
That's a lot of success. I feel bad about existing as a human at the same time as this person now. <laughs> Walter, I'm gonna. I'm sure he wouldn't want you to feel bad. Yeah, I, feel <laughs> I'm sure good. he's like a better person than that. Yeah, Sorry. I'm actually like I'm just looking at his page and just feeling overwhelmed because it's a lot of success. And uh, Brazilian, which just proves that Brazilians are very cool. I think that's the conclusion we inevitably have to come yep. to after this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to Honey and Mariah specifically, do we have any any closing arguments, any final notes on the video? Uh, I just uh, love her and I love this future for her. That's all. In conclusion, Honey is a land of contrasts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this translates to all languages because, like, it also works, uh, like, if you translate it to Portuguese and to Brazilian culture. So I love it. So I guess that's it for uh, today's episode. We can all agree Mariah is a goddess and amazing. I'm glad I can still be friends with both Danielle and Merritt. <laughs> LB wasn't here today, but I'm sure I can still be friends with LB, too, because LB is cool. And I'm sure they also love Mariah as much as we do. (laughs) Next week, (laughs) we are watching. I'm not telling you what we're watching because it's a mystery. We're just like doing a fun little music video month and you don't know what we're watching. I can assure you it will be awesome because we picked it and we're great. Thank you all. I hope you enjoyed your journey with us. Uh, Before you go, be sure to rate and review our podcast. If you love us. And yeah, I know you do because you stayed, you're here this entire time. Tell a friend that helps to listen to all of our stuff at fanbyte.com uh, slash podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at fanbyte media. Uh, we can, you can also follow us individually at fanbyte media. Danielle, where can people find you online? I am on Twitter at Danielle RI. Merit? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Merit Kid. And I'm on Twitter at Nanda Prates underscore. That's N-A-N-D-A-P-R-A-T-E-S underscore. You can also find us on Instagram at Fanbyte, on TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course on Fanbyte.com. You can watch all of our streams on twitch.tv slash Fanbyte. Thank you so much to our amazing producer, Paul. Bad Boy Remix to Mayo. <laughs> um, and <laughs> see you all next week. But in the meantime, we love to see it. Hi, Merrick Kay here for the Fanbyte Podcast Network. I'd like to tell you about Channel F a show where we talk about the games we're playing. Can I just say how much I would love for there to be a Hitman game that's just about making people experience embarrassing social faux pas, trying to, like, prank people and make it seem like they had farted or, like, tripped on something? (laughs) That would be, like, very good. Dig up weird finds at thrift stores. So the listing says, Bung Doctor V64. And take your questions about the best jokers. Flabars Martin asks, what's the best or coolest weapon ever given to a mech 
Gundam Fusion Rebake has a really good. Oh, wait, give, me, sorry. give me that one more time. Gundam Fusion Rebake. Yo, I heard you. <laughs> Gundam Fusion. <laughs> I personally guarantee, as the president of podcasts at Fanbyte, that listening to Channel F will make you a better, smarter, more powerful version of yourself. So go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts or search for Channel F on your podcast app of choice today. Improvement not guaranteed. Listening to Channel F may cause your notification.